0: You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 132, Loving Yourself. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. How are you? Thanks for being here today. I want to start by giving a shout out to the incredible women in the writing workshop that I am co-leading with Andrea Askowitz of the Writing Class Radio podcast. There are 10 of us in the group, which is the perfect size and was actually our goal. It all came together so nicely. Our 10th mom joined the night before when she found out her son's soccer game had been canceled. And it was just so amazing. It was exactly like I had envisioned it. Everyone there was open and honest and supportive of each other. We laughed and we cried. And I felt so inspired after just two hours with them. Andrea is the most amazing writing teacher, and we still have one more class to go. Which is my part of the workshop using coaching tools to rewrite our stories so that they serve us moving forward in our lives. I'm so excited. And if we offer this workshop again, you should definitely get in on it because it's really good. Now, I had actually planned on doing a different episode for this week, but after the workshop and with today, the day I'm recording this being Valentine's Day, I decided to switch gears and do an episode on self love instead and here's why. Most of the moms in the workshop yesterday were so hard on themselves and beating themselves up for past decisions and past actions. I did an episode way back called How to Stop Beating Yourself Up. So if you haven't listened to that one, I'll link to it in today's show notes. But I was struck by how hard these women were on themselves, because the most important relationship we have is the one with ourselves. Now, I don't have any hard data on this, but I think if I were to ask 10 moms whether they love their kids, all 10 would say yes without hesitation. But if I were to ask those same 10 moms whether they love themselves, my guess is that only one or two would say yes, and they'd probably have to think about it first. Why is that? Why do we have such a hard time loving ourselves? I'll tell you what I think. I think a lot of people believe that if they choose to feel love for themselves, it means they're selfish or self-absorbed or narcissistic. So here's something interesting. The word selfish is synonymous with self-centered. When we love ourselves, it helps us become more centered, more focused and balanced, which is a good thing. The opposite of selfish is selfless. Most of us have been taught to believe that being selfless is respectable and noble. But when people only give of themselves and never to themselves, selfless equals less self. So there's actually less of you to give. People who hate themselves tend to be way more self-absorbed than people who love themselves. They're constantly thinking about themselves and focused on the mistakes they've made, their shortcomings, and what other people think of them. Those who practice self-love, on the other hand, rarely think about themselves to that extreme. They feel confident about themselves, so their focus is actually elsewhere. And despite what they want you to believe, narcissists don't really love themselves at all. They try to compensate for deep feelings of insecurity and rely on admiration and appreciation from others to feel a sense of self-worth, rather than cultivating confidence and pride from within. Some people also think that those who love themselves are boastful or feel superior to others. But true self-love is about caring for and respecting yourself, taking responsibility for yourself, and being able to accept and appreciate yourself, which leads to caring for, appreciating, and respecting others. In his book, The Art of Loving, psychologist Eric Fromm argued that in order to truly love another person, you must first love yourself. And Brene Brown says we can only love others as much as we love ourselves. One of the main reasons people don't love themselves is that they don't believe they're worthy or deserving of love. In her book, Madly in Love with Me, Christina Rilo, the self-proclaimed queen of self-love wrote, the good news is that you already know how to love yourself. You've just forgotten. You were actually born in love with yourself. It's your natural state. Think back to yourself as a little girl, to a moment when you remember being carefree and open to the wonder of the world, a moment when your light was super bright before anyone told you to dim it down. This is why I think kids are so awesome. They're so loving and innocent and carefree until they're told they're wrong or bad or not good enough. And then that light Christine talks about starts to dim as they start believing what they're told. Now, this is not about blaming parents or the past. It's just a part of life. According to Brene Brown, shame is that feeling or experience of believing that we're flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging, and it affects all healthy humans. Humans judge each other, compare themselves to one another, and say hurtful things when they're hurting. As kids, we don't usually question what other people say to us or about us. We just accept it as truth. But as adults, we get to choose how we want to think and how we want to feel about ourselves. And so why not choose the best feeling emotion we can? Why not choose to feel love? I'm not saying it's easy to choose love. In fact, it's some of the most challenging work to do, because our thoughts about ourselves are so well-practiced and so ingrained in us. Much of our self-concept is already wired into our brains by the time we're six years old. We don't see our beliefs about ourselves as optional. We just think they're true. But they're not. They're just thoughts. Just because you have an automatic thought doesn't mean you have to hold on to it. You can notice it and then decide whether you want to keep it or not. When you can step back and take a look at all of your current negative thoughts and beliefs about yourself and what results they're creating in your life, you'll find that they don't serve you very well. When my clients first come to me, they often think that the more they beat themselves up, the more motivated they'll be to change. The opposite is true. The more they hate themselves, the worse they feel. And the worse they feel, the worse they behave. The worse they behave, the more they hate themselves, and so on. The first thing I like to focus on with my clients is self-talk. Becoming aware of your thoughts about yourself and the way you talk to yourself on a daily basis. When you make a mistake, when you look in the mirror, when someone asks you to do something that you don't want to do, what do you say to yourself? There's no need to change anything yet. I just want you to start noticing it. The second thing to notice is how you take care of your body. Do you get enough rest? Do you fuel your body with healthy food and water? Do you move your body? Do you stay up to date with your regular doctor and dentist visits? How do you take care of your emotional and mental well-being? The third thing to notice is how you spend your time. Are you doing things you enjoy? Does the way you spend your time align with your values and priorities? Who do you spend your time with? Are they people who lift you up or bring you down? Do you have personal boundaries? Can you say no without feeling guilty and yes to things outside your comfort zone? These are all things to consider when thinking about practicing more self-love. I want you to imagine how your life would be different if you truly loved yourself right now. Not at some future point when you've lost the weight or quit some habit or accomplished some big goal, but right now. If you were to feel the emotion of love for yourself, what would you be thinking about yourself? And from that emotion of love, What would you do? What would you start doing or stop doing? And how would your behavior impact you and those around you? Really take your time with these questions. When you start to love and accept yourself more and talk to yourself with compassion and understanding, you'll have more love and compassion for others. I know this to be true because after my divorce, I spent several months working on loving myself. And one night, my ex-husband was yelling at me and telling me I was the worst mother in the world. And I was so clearly able to see that it had nothing to do with me. I actually felt love and compassion for him because I could see that he was in so much pain and he was just trying to blame me for it. It was because I loved myself that I didn't feel responsible for his feelings and I didn't believe anything he was saying to me. I thought to myself, Actually, I'm a damn good mom. He's very confused, right? And I don't think I'm better or worse than him or anyone else. I choose to love myself even when I screw up, even when I yell at my kids, and there are piles of dishes in the sink, and my kids don't do what I've asked them to do. And just a year, maybe two years prior to that, I probably would have gotten myself all tied up in knots about him saying that I was a bad mom and then feeling angry and resentful for days. What I loved most about the writing workshop yesterday was that every woman shared one of her most vulnerable moments as a mom, and there was so much love and compassion in the room. In the Zoom room, that is. Brene Brown says that shame cannot survive being spoken. And if we can share our story with someone who responds with empathy and understanding— Shame can't survive. Your brain will look for evidence to prove whatever you think about. So over the next week, I want you to start noticing and looking for evidence of what you love and appreciate about yourself. Keep a running list and try to get to at least 12 things. If you find that it's easy, go for 25. Join me tomorrow night on Facebook Live to talk more about this episode and bring any questions or comments that you have. If you want personalized help with this or any of the tools I talk about here on the podcast and applying them to your own life, request a free consultation with me at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode helpful, it would be great if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag me too so that I can give you a shout out in return. All right, now go and love yourself. I love you and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.